The Best of Times, live from 710 Keel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana. Celebrating age and maturity. Helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The Best of Times. Your host, Gary Kaligas. Good morning, radio listeners. I'm Gary Kaligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only news magazine for mature adults in northwest Louisiana. Thank you for tuning in to our show today. And also thank you those who might be listening via the Internet at www.710keel.com. Also thanking those who might be listening via the Radio Pup application on their Apple and Android devices. In just a few minutes, we're going to learn from two remarkable persons on how to keep busy and active after retirement and and have a great time. I would say really have the best of times. So stay tuned for some beneficial information for you and your loved ones. It is Saturday, September the 16th, and we are broadcasting our show today live from the studios of News Radio 710 Keel, a Town Square media station here in wonderful and sunny Shreveport, Louisiana. Good morning, Mr. Rubin. Good morning, Gary. How are you? Well, it's good to see you again after several weeks of pre-recorded shows. I've had people say, well, Gary, you're never in town. That's right. I was started to miss the excitement. Uh, the, the excitement. I'm glad you call it excitement. But it is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. There are so much going on here in the Shreveport and Bossier and surrounding city areas. There are so many functions going on, events this evening, this afternoon. So go out there and enjoy it, uh, even though you might say the pollen count and the love bugs are everywhere uh it's still going to be a, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood and get out there and enjoy it i think uh high today's gonna be about 82 or so so again everybody go out there enjoy enjoy the today and you know today's a good day tomorrow could be not as good so uh that's my advice to you any other any other points of wisdom that you want to give our listeners out there reuben Oh, you know, keep it clean on the streets. We had some uh, traffic delays on Burt Coons Industrial Loop near 3132 a little earlier this morning, but they probably cleared it up. Oh, that's right. We do occasionally on live shows get the traffic update. And we should probably start doing the weather forecast, which I just did. But, no, that that's good. Thank you for the traffic update there. But they're all being cleaned out? All the, uh, the traffic's been okay? I believe so. The last time I looked, it looked pretty clear out there. Well, thank you for that little lanyap extra item today. So, again, our listeners, be sure to pick up the September issue of the Best of Times at one of our 522 distribution locations. We do thank you for the compliments about our magazine. We do, do appreciate hearing from you. If you're unable to find a copy, remember, you can always visit our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com to view both current and past issues, as well as podcasts from our previously broadcast radio shows. Be sure to mark your calendars to attend the upcoming gala Senior Day Expo that will take place at the Louisiana State Fair on Thursday, October the 26th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. in the Hearst Coliseum at the Louisiana State Fairgrounds in Shreveport. Of course, free admission, free parking, free admission to the Midway, lots and lots of door prizes, information, and of course, lots of free entertainment. This year, we will have a special grand door prize for one lucky couple. That is, a couple, two people, to take a 10-day tour with airfare, lodging, meals and tours of China. Yes, China. You must be present to win this fabulous door prize. So make plans to attend on Thursday, October the 26th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. 
Tonight is the opening night of the Shreveport Symphony Orchestra at 7.30 p.m. at the Riverview Theater in downtown Shreveport. Tonight's concert features masterpieces from Beethoven and Schumann. Tickets are available by visiting the box office by 7 p.m. tonight for the 7.30 performance. Today, compliments of the Shreveport Symphony Orchestra and the Best of Times. I have two sets of two tickets each. These are premiere seats to tonight's concert at 7.30 p.m. For the first two callers who calls in today's live radio show today at 320-5335. Again, that's 320-5335 if you want to win two tickets to attend the Shreveport Symphony Concert tonight at 7.30 p.m. Remember to log on to our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com for listing of announcements made during today's radio show, as well as information about upcoming events, activities, and news that you can use. We'll be right back with more information, but now we're from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by Bear, Sending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Kiel. Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, proudly presented by A-Bears, Henning Country F Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Coligas. I do thank you for listening to our show. Just a few minutes ago, we announced that we were giving away some tickets to the Shreveport Symphony concert that takes place tonight at 7.30 p.m. in the Riverview Theater in downtown Shreveport. I have one set of two tickets remaining. If you, the first caller that calls us um, at 320-5335, again, that's 320-5335, you will win these two fabulous premier tickets to tonight's performance at the Riverview Theater in downtown Shreveport. Joining me on my show today is two very special and dear friends, uh, Miss Marilyn and Vernon Varnell of Shreveport. Welcome, Vernon. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. And uh, I'm so happy to have you on my show after these many, many years that you have been great followers of the best of times and my radio show and my events. And I said, you know, I've been so impressed by both of you since I first met you. I can't recall. It must be 10 or 15 years ago that... Uh, that both of you reminded me of two ever ready bunny uh the ever ever energizer bunnies but both of y'all at the same time you were always active and always smiling and always so positive and willing to help everybody so again i want you to help me inspire all of my listeners out there and other seniors and others to be as positive as you are in your retirement right 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 so uh, let's tell our listeners because I don't really know a lot of your about your history. So Vernon, tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I was born in Plaquemine, Louisiana, by, Plaquemine. Bat, by Baton Rouge. Okay, I've uh, been there many years ago. Oh, it's a wonderful little town. And you haven't lost your accent from Plaquemine. The Plaquemine people, you know, do 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 have that little, definitely South Louisiana. Not it's a Cajun blend, but it's an interesting blend. I would call it right. Yeah, well, people say I talk funny, but I, you know, to me, the rest of y'all talk funny. Well, okay, that's a good point. That's a good point. Well, I'm glad you haven't given it up. I mean, some of these people like like. Tell me, well, I've given up my accent. I used to live in Nolens, and now I talk like a, a North Louisiana. I said, no, why did you give it up? You know, my, I think it's very inspiring to have those different dialects. My, my 
parents were from the old country, so I loved having that accent and then and then the mannerism. So go ahead. So you're born in Plaquemine. Well, Born in Plaquemine, uh, I met my lovely bride when uh, when she was 13 years old. What? Don't tell me you got married at 14. No, we uh, dated a while. Okay, <laughs> that's good. Uh, and then we gradually grew up. She went to, I went to college, she went to college. and then So where'd you go to college? I, didn't know uh, I went to Spencer Business College in, in uh, Baton Rouge for two years, and then she went to LSU. Uh then we parted ways, and then we finally met up 33 years ago now. 33 years. Wow. And uh, it's been... Uh, so you lived initially in the Baton Rouge area, I take it. Well, I lived in Baton Rouge till 83, and then I moved up here in 84. So what brought you to Shreveport? Maryland. Ah. <laughs> now, we, we had a mutual friend, and I saw her at a, at a local bar one night, and I asked if she saw Maryland, and she said, well, she was going up there today, this weekend to Shreveport, and I said, well, tell her hi, and then one thing led to another, Aww. and eventually we got back together. So how did you make the announcement of, I want to marry you? Do you remember that day? Uh, yes, I do. Oh, so, this is touching. She uh, she just got home from school, and I got her kids to come over. Teaching at school, right? Teaching at school, yeah. She was a school teacher for 42 years. Home, oh, vis- okay. home visitations with parenting. Oh, well, we'll talk We'll talk to you next. You can let, let Vernon, let, let the guy go first. So uh, she came home from school, and uh-huh. I had I had her kids there, her two kids, and uh, she usually we had uh, dinners on Wednesday. And they were there on a, a Monday, and they just couldn't figure out. She couldn't figure out. She said, "Oh no, what? I hadn't cooked anything." Uh oh. So, so then I got the, her daughter to bring the roses out, and oh. then I knelt down and asked her to marry me. Oh, how touching! And she immediately said, yes, that's hope. Well, yes, but she had to cook dinner first. Oh, wow. <laughs> a little caveat in there. That was good. A little caveat. Think about it. But you had those roses and you had that inspiration, the smile and the glee. Kids, grandkids, it, yeah. Oh, that is so. That's really touching. Mm-hmm. That that really touching. So what did you do before uh, you were retired? I was a pastry chef. Wow. I didn't know that. Uh, uh, my last big thing was Remington Park Racetrack in Oklahoma City. Uh, I designed the kitchen and got them started. And really, February third, nineteen eighty nine. It was a minus seven degrees, so I called up. I said, "It's cold." She said, "We'll come home." Oh wow! A pastry. Do you still do those? Do you still? Uh, I dabble in it. It's I, it's much easier to let somebody else do it now. Wow, you probably got some interesting recipes and interesting practices. I See, we're learning something today here in the best of times that I bet a lot of people do not know. <laughs> the rest of the story here. So, wow. Have you written a cookbook? Uh, actually, well, my daughter, I gave her the original cook uh, bakery book. And uh, I'm in the process of redoing it. Trying to uh, get all the. You need to do that. Oh yeah. And you need to write your story and how you got. How did you get involved in in pastries? My parents bought a bakery when I was six years old, nineteen fifty-two, and in, I, in Plaquemine. No, in Plaquemine. I grew up in a bakery. I'd go to school and come home, and and so before I did homework, I had to clean up the back of the bakery, and 
then uh, homework, and then go play a little bit. And so I bet you they made some great king cakes. King cakes, donuts, bread, French bread. The original, we had a brick oven. That oh, oh, back then, that yeah. was very rare. Yeah, so it's been a long journey. And you made me excited right here. <laughs> so you're gonna, you're gonna, do you occasionally make your own king cakes? Uh, not really. It, I, I, I made enough in my lifetime. It's just like uh, you do something so long that you don't want to do it anymore. But Vernon, you must have that secret recipe, as my dad would call it. He had some certain things, but we'll talk offline, that he finally wrote them down because I required him to mm-hmm. write down these secret recipes. He, because this secret recipe, the Caligas recipe, we're going to hand this down from generation to generation. I says, how can you hand it down if it's not written and I don't cook? <laughs> so he said, okay. So we, he didactic, he, he told me, you write it. My uncle and him came together, and we got the secret Caligas recipe for a few items that, mm. that had never been written down from, I don't know how many, hundreds of years. Mm. We finally got them. So you need to start doing that if you have some secret recipe. Oh, yeah. You, we, you, need, you need to jot those down. Wow, this is fascinating. So you retired from that, You and, and when did you retire? Uh, 1990. And uh, that's when I started with AARP, and... Started going to meetings, and then from there, uh, it's been. I they've elected me president for the last seven, eight years, and. Well, you do a great job for that organization, which I'm a member of, and I highly recommend if people don't uh, don't know about it. You, if you're an AARP national member or state member, you can join their chapter for uh, only a five dollars five dollars a year, a, yeah. a year, and it's not a month. Somebody told me what's well, five dollars a month. I don't want to pay fixed six dollars. It's five dollars a year, and they have a lot of great and, and excitement and activities and presentation by d- individuals and from throughout the community and in, uh, and great food. I'm telling you, the ladies and gentlemen bring some remarkable food that, uh, that to share with everybody. It's like potluck, and it's like r- remarkable. Uh, what a story there! So we're go- so so Marilyn. Now it's your turn. So tell us a little bit about your. Well, I grew yep. up in Plaquemine, Louisiana, and um, my parents uh, had, my daddy had been in World War II. We settled in, and his family had always been in dry goods, uh, general store, grocery store setting, and he opened up one in Plaquemine, um, a few steps away from the elementary school. Okay. And so I was able to go and come and go from the store to the school back and forth. Um, and I worked in the store even at age three, putting the little cans on the lower shelves for daddy. And I mean, I had brother and sister that helped. And, uh, Vernon's bakery was on the other side, oh. about two blocks away, but I didn't meet him. And I would be visiting the library almost two or three times a week after school. Mm-hmm. The bakery was directly across the street, so I stopped in. And oh. that's when you could buy a cookie for t- about two cents back then. And they were homemade cookies. Oh, yes. They were, they were yes. fabulous. I have yeah. my favorites, but I ask him not to uh, to do any of this baking. Wow. I would be doing the eating. <laughs> so then you went to LSU Baton Rouge? Yes, in elementary education. Oh, and how long were you a teacher? Oh, gosh. I started in January of 68 special ed and went from there came into cattle parish after the uh, uh, husband got out of a marine corps camp lejeune area 
uh, North Carolina and started um, Fair Park High School as a federal aid teaching remediation. Oh, okay. So I had the special ed background. And then from there, I went back to LSUS, got the kindergarten certification, Aww. then the early childhood certification, then a master's plus 30 at centenary. A master's? Well, I'm yeah. impressed. So they uh, worked and worked. I was always telling parents what to do with their kindergarten child after school. Not just the child, but the medical issues, the nutrition issues. You know, stay away from the popcorn, the chips, what and the coke. wonderful advocate. That's not a meal, you know. So you've got and a lot so of success stories, I could say. I was talking to parents. My mother was a supervisor of child welfare. So I knew a little bit about home visitations. They started this program on the state level. And I was in the first group of eight that were sent to Missouri to learn about parents as teachers. Okay. Because the parent is a child's first teacher. That is true. And that's where it starts. So our program in Cattle Parish, and it still exists, starts the seventh month of pregnancy. And it's, uh, I think it's a designated certain uh, criteria to join it, uh, but it's called Parents as Teachers Project Lift out of the Title I Programming. And, and the impact of this particular program? It has done. Uh, a lot of my parents, believe it or not, have ended up becoming teachers. Oh, how touching. I've had uh, kindergarten students have become teachers. So, yes, I've been a teacher most of my life. I retired in '09, then really got active in AARP at that point. And we'd always been in other activities, too. So We're going to talk about that as well. So, so, so tell me your story. So... Uh, he told us how he gave, he brought on that that momentous day the roses and uh, and said, "Will you marry me?" So what what do you feel about that particular day? I figured if the children were standing right behind me, and I Uh-oh. think I had a couple of grandchildren at that time. Um, I figured I better say yes because I didn't know what was going to happen to me if I said no and I didn't have a meal either. (laughs) I was more worried about them getting a midweek meal instead of going through a pizza joint or ordering something else. That's the mom and the grandma. That's the nutrition. My mother had taught home economics too, so I knew how to cook. Wow. That That is really good. So when you both of you decided to retire... And the question I have of you, because I have several retirees that ask me, they, they tell me, I don't know what I'm going to do. I have nothing to do. I've been so focused on work and work and work and, you know, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and sometimes on Saturdays and Sundays. And uh, What do you suggest to those people that tell me there's nothing to do, they have no hobbies, they have nothing? And well, I hope they have some friends because see what your friends are doing. That's I mean, true. somebody could be doing something like playing bridge, uh, going to the library, and um, uh, something that they could be doing. Tag along. There's lectures out there galore. Go back to school if you want to. That's take true. A, take a course, but you don't, you can audit courses. So even at our age, I think it's. Uh, a little over $100. Uh, LSU, Bipsy has some courses that are really interesting. So maybe you want some theater work or something. And that's why we put in the Best of Times Silver Pages some of these opportunities for people to, to learn how to volunteer and, and, and continue their education, activities, and events. And, and we're going to talk a little bit more in a, in a couple of minutes. We'll be right back with more information. But now we're from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bears, Southern Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. 
Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Keel. Back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, proudly presented by A Bears, Sending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today is two special guests and dear friends, Marilyn and Vernon Varnell of Shreveport, who are the epitome of two active volunteers throughout the area. Uh, they've been retired for a number of years, but I'm telling you, they are very active volunteers and willing to help organizations and agencies and expos and you name it throughout the area. You know, I've never heard you say no. <laughs> Neither one of y'all. We have at times. Oh, that's that's good. When the kids put their hand out and say, I need money for this and oh, that. Oh, that kind of thing. We put them through college. <laughs> we put them through all the tuitions and the books and all that, but got to draw the line at one that's point. That's right. Well, I agree with that. I'm, I'm saying if somebody says I need help at an expo or an event or most of the time I would never. You're always there. So We're and, there. And you're just like, and you come early. Like, I mean, we're always very impressed that the events that you do for the best of times, that you're always there punctual and you recruit others too. You lasso them in. Uh, so let, let's talk about involvement in organizations. It gives examples to my listeners out there. If they want to, for them, their loved ones or friends, they might want to be involved in this report in Bossier and surrounding areas. So tell us some of the organizations that you volunteer and, and provide activity for. I know one of them is AARP, right? AARP. Um, we also, with the Southern Hills Homeowners Association. Good idea. All the, the, whole, the different homeowners associations yeah. are good in, where it would be a good involvement. And uh, we, I'm vice president of uh, the Southern Hills Homemakers Group. That used to be a big organization, but it's dwindled down just like everything else that goes. A homemaker, what does that mean? I'll explain. Uh, LSU Ag at one time was very active when they had a full staff and they needed volunteers to assist with the cooking or whatever they were doing, the demonstrations, or just uh, if they had a lecture for child care or whatever they were going to do. So the homemakers uh, joined and... Uh, we had a little group form. I just joined it in the last 10 years since I've retired, kind of. And what we do is now we assist with the 4-H setting up the state fair. Oh, okay. So we're the ones that kind of go in the uh, Louisiana building. Right. I know we need that. volunteers very much to do the intake on the Friday before the fair starts. And on the following Monday, we do have the judges, professional judges come in and judge arts and crafts, photography, whatever they're going to have out there. Uh, the quilting ladies will come and judge the quilts and all for us. Then we put them all in those cabinets and arrange it. I don't so, think I ever knew that that was another organization that puts but it all together. We do have a group. Uh, it's dwindling because I, we're aging out. Some uh -oh. of us and uh, aging out to the point that they're not active. They don't have transportation to get to things, and that that becomes a problem as you get older. If there's no one that can take you or no neighbor that's going to join with you. So, Marilyn, tell our listeners out there which one of the top three organizations that you like to volunteer for. Oh, I'm in the theater business here. Oh. <laughs> Volunteering for the theater. I've been with the Strand, Vernon and I. I've been a little bit longer than Vernon. I think this is our 31st or 32nd year because they opened in December of 84. Right. In fact, he baked pastries at La Boulangerie Bakery here in Shreveport Whoa. for that event when Barishnikov did the Nutcracker. Wow! So I joined in '85 in the did, middle of my. Vernon, did he tell? Did he tell you he liked it? <laughs> he didn't go. Russian? 
I couldn't understand what he said. Oh, okay. He said he said I had an accent. Oh, wow. Well, he had one too. So, anyway, we like our theater. We've been there. We just had the orientation for the Strand. We open on September 30th That's with right. uh, Patty Austin doing Ella Fitzgerald music. That's true. That but we true. have a great. Uh, we have like ten shows this Look, year. That's that are a fantastic. great lineup. So you you definitely have involved in that particular. Uh, you know, fabulous theater, and and you help usher, you help greet, meet and greet, and take mm-hmm. people to there. I mean, I see there all the time when Tina and I come, and you and the other wonderful volunteers. And that's right. an opportunity. Uh, I was going to say, you can get others if you're willing to help a little bit, and you also get to view the show uh, partly, almost all after you do your your mm-hmm. your duties. For we the- have the symphony tonight, and we just had that orientation, but we will have another orientation for the symphony. We do need. To symphony ushers our symphony ushers are also pretty much our uh, uh, opera and we're going to do the magic flute this That's year right, I think, november, november. The, november the 4th and um another th- event would be the um metropolitan ballet with their nutcracker and uh the productions that they've had they're all done at the riverview theater and these are volunteer. Uh, these organizations seek volunteers to help reduce their cost and about meet and greeting and getting tickets and and showing people patrons to their to their seats and provide other activities. So it's a good way to get involved, participate, and help the community and help those various organizations, right? And you feel good about it, right? Yes, you do. You're uh, always and you get a little exercise, and you're meeting new people, That's exciting important. people that like to do things that you like to do. Another thing that we're doing, we opened up this. Uh, season of the Little Theater. It's dropped cool. dead Thursday and it's running through the 24th. So, that is true. Um, I get all the ushers for the seven productions of that. Plus, we're uh, River City Repertory Theater, which is a professional organization. Uh, Patrick McWilliams and uh, Robert Busick. I think they're opening late October. I don't want to say anymore because I haven't seen anything at this time. That's one of my favorites. And, so uh, you really focus. You love the the volunteering for the theaters, and yeah. we do have a lot of a lot of theater for our size of Twin Cities here, don't Stage we? Stage Center. I mean, we have several. I, I miss the Peter Pan players, but a lot of our organizations have taken on with the children's troops. So that that is true. We're, that, we're that doing is, good with that. So. That is true as well. So what what do both of you feel is the is the positiveness of volunteering and staying active after after retirement? What, what's the what's the what's some of the benefits? Well, when you volunteer and you you do a good job and you see the look on these people's faces, they're appreciative and it it brings a smile to them, and that to me is worth a thousand dollars right there. Oh. It, it just see somebody smile. And and you know that that, that smile and that positive attitude is catching. Oh yeah. If you look gloomy. Gloomy is going to be catching too. But so, but but I notice all of you every time I see you, you and other volunteers. It's like you make you feel good that you're there today and and that you're at that event or you're at that function. That it it, it inspires us all, right? It inspires you as well. You're going to get the feedback, reverse oh, yeah. feedback to yourself. Mm-hmm. So it makes you feel good. Another event that we like is what the Council on Aging in Shreveport and Bossier are doing. Uh, our group in Shreveport has a lecture at the Randall T. Moore. 
right. on Thursdays that are outstanding, 10 o'clock. Uh, we usually have cookies and coffee ready by 9.30. And they're really and good lectures. Uh, we, we publicize them in the best of times uh, every month, and they're getting more and more people. Uh, again, it's hard to it's hard to, to get at, out to everybody to remind themselves, but pick, pick up, of course, the be- best of times. We try to list places to go, things to do. Most of them are free uh, throughout the area for seniors and boomers to go to. So don't tell me when I see you at the grocery store, I don't know if there's anything to do in this report in Bossier City area. I get that, Marilyn, occasionally. When I, mm-hmm. especially, sadly, new people move in the area. And we'll then, start with going to the library. You might make a friend there at the front desk True. and uh, find a section that you like. Come read the Louisiana section. There's a whole area in most libraries of just the current magazines if you can't af- always afford it. on your. If you're like us, we have a budget coming, a retirement budget to look at. So uh, you can go there. Uh, we usually see a friend there. There's sometimes some lectures. All right. And at the Broadmoor Library, we're in um, a genealogy club that meets on like a fourth Sunday at 2 o'clock. And that's a good right. little group. Oh, that is fascinating. I, I tell all my readers and listeners who are seniors and don't have anything. I said, have you done any ancestry research? Oh, no. You should do that for your kids and your grandkids and your great-grandkids and your future kids. And they said, wow. Well, it's it's quite interesting if you don't know. I said, well, I know who my grandparents, my parents or my grandparents will go further back, you know, and write the stories down, right, and get the pictures. So, you know, I've been lecturing about that to many people. Record the stories before it's too late, right? Well, on the, uh, there's another genealogy group that we're a member of, too, that uh, meets at Randall T. Moore again on the second Saturday. And it's a lot of storytelling and surprises in the group of things that just learned that week or that month. And uh, it's almost like a potluck, too, then over there. So we uh, have genealogy, and um, we, we're into a lot of gardening. We oh. like We keep up our own yard. I couldn't do much. What? I had the shoulder surgery this year. Uh, so. Wow. But this year. I didn't know that as well. You this year I joined, I joined Master Gardeners and went through the course. And right now in today's paper, they are looking for candidates for next year's class that begins late January. So that's in today's paper. So a Master Gardener. Yes. Hmm, that's an interesting topic. Well, it's challenging, too. There was a test every time we went to class once a week. I think it was eight to ten weeks. A lot of volunteer hours, but in a beautification, we take care of the grounds of the Randall T. Moore. Oh, that's that's very inspiring. uh, We have uh, sales, uh, bulb sales. So, Vernon, are you into this, or you delegate this to Marilyn? You know, I was asked that question by a lady recently, and I said there's only room for one master gardener in our house. Oh, great. Great answer. Great answer. Great answer. Yeah, that wouldn't be my forte. I don't think Tina would even want to do that. My wife would want to be a master gardener because she dele- we delegate that to other people. And I don't, you know, luckily I don't have a yard anymore. I used to even hate taking care of the yard. So, uh. Well, it's fine. It's relaxing. It's exercise. Well, it is exercise. I can do other things to exercise. Well, I'll tire you out, too. No. I mean, luckily they had, they don't date me. We had the 
whatever it's called, the, the earphones with the music mm-hmm. that you would listen and, and mow the lawn. And, uh, you know, luckily they had that, thank the Lord. Well, they have riding lawnmowers now. I know. That's, that doesn't get you any exercise. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't even help the situation, I don't think. So so uh, going back to positiveness uh, and, and volunteering and staying active and being optimistic, do you, do you feel, both of you, that it has helped you in your health status? Yes, it has kept us active. Then you keep your mind off your troubles and your uh, your joint pains and everything else. So, because keep, but just you know, uh, some people say, "Well, I want to retire and sit in front of the TV set and click that remote control." That's and, not where it's at, and it's not going to be good for your health. And I keep telling them, it's people and pe- uh, being with people, being with people, being alive. Keeping active, and they they say, well, I don't have to do my ten thousand steps now. I'm I'm seventy. I said, well, you should do your ten thousand plus steps each and every day, and keep mm-hmm. g- keep moving. Uh, well, uh, Gary, there's something out there for that. There's a, a class in many meds at LSU. That's true. That we have been part of, I guess, about five years now, and uh, it'll be like uh, four lectures, four Tuesdays in a row. Uh, 530 to 7, and it's at L- it's in the main LSU Biomedical Center. And, um, it's, now, we learned about that. We learned a lot about, about that, that uh, this semester, pediatrics, orthopedics. So we just had wrapped up one of those sessions. So you learn a lot about your own body. You can ask all the questions you want to to these experts in the field with research and surveys and such. So that's another thing to get out and, and do and participate and learn a little bit, but also interact with individuals out there. Now, it's fascinating. I highly, We highly promote that. I, I do, as well as our magazine and my radio, highly promotes the Minimed here. And we're very unique because many other schools throughout the United States don't offer this to their citizens and their, the public at, at super reasonable prices. So, Vernon, mm-hmm. what were you going to add? Along those lines of uh, Sitting home and watching TV. Four, well, five years ago, I was weighing two two twenty plus, and I started exercising and doing all these activities. I'm down to hurting thirty five pounds now. Whoa! I was on dialysis for four years, two months, and now I'm off of it for the last Super two months. Awesome! I, wow! Uh, I used to be on uh, having take insulins. And now I'm, I'm don't take insulin anymore. What a success because, there! Because you lose weight and you exercise, and there's no better solution. I, I thoroughly recommend it to anybody. Well, Vernon, you could definitely be a poster child for that one. Wow, that is that is an impressive outcome. So that is some of the great impact of being active and participating and eating right and moving around and, and getting off of those two particular major problems. I mean, dialysis as well as diabetic insulin dependency is, is something very critical. I'm really proud of you. Thank you, sir. Really proud. We'll be right back with more information, but now we're from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bear, sending country at Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the Best of Times coming for you on 710 Keel. 
back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, proudly presented by A-Bears, sending country as report, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Coligas. I do thank you for listening to our show today. I want to apologize to my listeners out there. I've got a little cold today, so I've been off and on here. I'm going to have to apologize for that one, Gary. I wasn't being a good producer there. Uh, I should have seen you coughing. Well, <laughs> I tried to hold it back. I don't have a dump button here, or, or what is it called? An anti-cough button? Is it called anti-cough? It's a, it's a cough button. That's uh, that's what it's called, the cough button. Well, I haven't seen it anywhere on this on this panel. For some reason, they must have taken it away. But again, po- I apologize, everybody out there. It, you know, it happens. I'm trying to get. I, I was worse. I was wor- more worried on a live show today, everybody, that I wouldn't have any voice. So that was the other thing that Marilyn and Vernon, my guest today, would have to be totally on their own and talking the entire show by themselves without me interjecting any comments. Which can you handle that, Vernon? Uh, I'll let my social secretary take care of that. Social secretary? Well, you got promoted. Oh, we've got master calendars at our house. And a master gardener and a master uh-huh. calendar. You're just like you a master. you got to keep it going. you got to keep You do have a master calendar. Yes. With so many things that you involve, how do you keep up with every everything you go to? I'm impressed. Well, I have friends that help me and remind me, too. So it, it, okay, we so remind each other. I, I know you have an iPhone. So do you load all your appointments and all your events in there? I'm learning how. Oh, and that's I, a great tool. You can do that over at Randall T. That's, Moore, too, with John Bogan on Fridays at 10 o'clock. And that is a it's great free. tool. It's free. All that's free. And it's it's a great tool. And a, I, I love them. I, I've attended a few classes. John's great. And he's taught us a lot of different aspects. But again, I have a lot of uh, readers and listeners that have their, I, I call them techie gadgets that that don't know how to use them. So they well, they get them and they they sit around. Like, for this class, you bring your gadgets with you. I don't care if it's a notebook, a tablet, your full laptop. Bring it. Bring all the phones you have, and we'll try to. We help each other sometimes because John can't spread himself too thin. So going back to volunteerism and the purpose I've had both of this, by the way, I don't think I introduced you back again. I have Vernon and, and Marilyn Varnell from the Shreveport and Bossier City area, but not originally from the Shreveport and Bossier City. Some people thought you were born and raised in Shreveport. I will tell you that. I've had, well, a lot of our friends. Because you've we, been here so long, they thought, yeah, oh, they're residents of the city. I've been here And since I said, I don't think so. I, I really don't think so. So, so I'm glad glad I answered. It's, I meant to ask you that for many years. And I said, hey, mm, okay. sometimes it slips. But uh, I'm and, glad. And we... let me tell you one thing. One, uh, one thing about our volunteers. Yes. A lot of them, even Barksdale folks, have come to our orientations. And they are surprised with all the things we have here in Shreveport to do. Because we'll tell them, well, you like a little bit of art? Go to the Norton. That's right. Because our local Don Edwards has an exhibit there from now, I think, until Christmas. And his uh, nature exhibits are wonderful. Just You feel like you're out in nature. And especially if you go to the backyard of the Norton Art Gallery, that is my place to go just to meditate, just to it is a, it get is my a head, place. head on straight. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad you're, you're heavily, you're a good ambassador for the Shreveport and Bossier City area to tell people locally as well as the visitors. There's so much to see and do. You don't have to travel to the no. big cities of Dallas or Houston or Austin or San Antonio or all these you know mega cities. You can spend a lot of time right here for months and years and not see everything and do everything, correct? And we want the quality of life to stay up even higher than it is now. But your enthusiasm, both of your enthusiasm at various events, and I've, I've seen you at, at many of my events, but other events, is 
is really enlightening. I mean, you really get the people involved and you get the other workers involved to make it a successful event. I want to thank you profusely about helping me at Senior Day at the State Fair. We've done it now. Let's see. This will be our eighth year or seventh year. I can't remember myself. It's time flies. And we've had them each and every year. They've gone bigger and better. And you've been wonderful proponents. And AARP's helped a lot. But you've also helped me and, and your volunteers to make that a tremendous success. So I and I want to make sure that everybody knows knows that they're able to volunteer too if they want to help that is true and we have a lot of fun there plus plus we learn a lot i mean every time i come i'm i tell people that these exhibitors provide some great information that you may not be aware of so i learn something new every time when i attend and i i get, i present the thing so i learn from these exhibitors and learn from these presenters that we'll have on stage and throughout the area so it's a, a learning experience we're always needed to learn something right mm-hmm. but staying active and I, I want you to emphasize again staying active is is important, but you can also instill these skills to your kids and grandkids, right? Right. Uh, my son works at Barksdale Base, and that there's a lot of volunteer work uh, that they do outside of their regular paid jobs. He's a civilian. My daughter's a school teacher with special needs children in Sun City, so I'm proud of my kids, and uh, we uh, keep up with all of them, their volunteerism, and um the kids in Baton Rouge, especially with the church down there, and our ten grandchildren are volunteering for different things too. Oh. Somebody wanted me to ask you, why did you both of y'all retire in the Shreveport and Bozo City area when you had the opportunity to probably ride anywhere in the world, or to go back to Plaquemine in South Louisiana? Well, the kid, uh, two of the kids were here, so two in the kid? Baton Rouge and Denham Springs, like I said, but. Uh, we were so involved with other things right here. Well, we're glad you And stayed. helping yeah. other people, whether they was from a small child or a pregnant lady or to an elderly that needed help. Maybe someone even needed a ride for their cataract surgery. Oh. You know, you go hold a hand with them and be with them as best you can. Or so even though you weren't part a resident, or but you became acclimated to the area and you became, it was so touching and feeling that you were connected. We love our friends and family. Oh, that, that, that is truly inspirational. And again, I want to thank you on behalf of the best of times and my wife Tina and I for all that you've done for our magazine and for our radio show and for our events and and also for all the people that you've helped the Cattle Council the Bossier Council on Aging and all the other many hundreds of organizations that you have participated and helped with I'm telling you they all put you on a pedestal and uh, from the Strand to the, strip, the Symphony the Opera uh, all the other organizations of course AARP I mean the, the ARP National, the AARP State really think quite highly of you and I know that you've been heavily involved in that organization and, and have really helped them uh, and helped this report in Bossier City here and its various chapters here to, to be a more positive a- aspect to for the seniors and boomers throughout the area. So again, congratulations on that and my, my, thanks, my thanks to you. I don't know what else I can say but I do thank you for the bottom of my heart that uh, thank you. you've helped thank us. You, Gary. It feels good to be appreciated. Uh, sometimes you don't always feel that way, but uh, you've got your volunteers around you, your support system. Well, and I've seen it in your attitude. You're, you're very positive, and I love positive people. And you're positive. 
aspect, your optimistic attitude, uh, show on to others. When I attend various meetings that you present, Vernon and, and Marilyn, I see that gleam out there, and I see the people that are catching that gleam. It makes me feel good, and I know it. I see the I see the eye contact, and I see the the, the mannerism of those individual members or attendees, whether it be at a meeting or at an expo. So I compliment you on that. It's catching, and you have you have touched many thousands and thousands of people throughout the Shreveport and Bossier and surrounding areas. So thank you again for sharing it today. I know it was a little bit you were worried about being on my show and you were worried about me interviewing you on a live show, uh, but you did a wonderful job and I think you've inspired many of the thousands of people out there in the area. You definitely have inspired me and my wife, Tina. Just tell people to get involved. Don't sit home. Don't do anything. You know, if you don't use it, you lose it. Well, that's a good. That's a good point. That's and your good. brain is always wor- working, and there's always another lecture out there that you might be involved in. That's right. Well, thank you, Vernon, and thank you, Marilyn, for being on the Best of Times Radio. Thank Warner. you. Thank you. We'll be right back with more information. But now, we're from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bear Sending Country Coast Report, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Keel. Back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour here on News Radio 710 Keel. Thank you for listening to today's show. Please join us next Saturday for another show that could benefit you or your loved ones. Don't forget to pick up your personal copy of the best of times at one of our 522 distribution locations. May God bless you and your, your family. God bless America. Have a great day and a great weekend. Thank you again for listening to our show. I'm Gary Kaligas, wishing you and yours the best of times both today and every day. Have a great day. You've been listening to the best of times on 710 Keel. Join us again next Saturday at 9 for the best of times. This is News Radio 710 Keel, K E E L, Shreveport Bossier.